This CIO Talk Radio Solution Spotlight is a sponsored program brought to you by HP. Welcome to CIO Talk Radio Solution Spotlight, and here is your host, Sunjog All. Welcome, listeners. This is Sanjog All, your host, and the topic for today's conversation is evaluating HP's virtual private cloud. And I have with me Chris Moyer. Chris is the Chief Technology Officer at HP Enterprise Services. We have Chris here today to talk about HP's Virtual Private Cloud, which is a new offering, but one also provided by other vendors. And we want to gauge just how cost-effective, useful, and mature HP solution is so that enterprises can make an informed decision. Hello, Chris. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. I'm really glad to be with you today. Um, from not so sunny England, I might add, but uh, really look forward to the conversation today. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. The honors is all ours. So we also have a gloomy Chicago morning here, so we can compare notes, right, on the weather. But coming to our HP's virtual private cloud offering, to be fair, HP is playing catch up in this cloud market and announced uh, this VPC services much later than others. How do you think HP has actually used this time to learn more from what others have done and perhaps utilize that to design a much better solution which would allow or promise security and cost savings and a dedicated infrastructure and much better with respect to your competitors? I think the how comes down to focusing on what our clients needed. So let me just kind of take you back a little bit. Our overall converged cloud strategy in Hewlett-Packard is around giving our clients the cloud that enterprises can rely on. And we've really focused that on giving them choice, giving them confidence, and giving them consistency. Choice and delivery models, what do they want to do? Build their own? Do they want to run some managed service from someone like me in enterprise services? Do they want to go to our partners? Confidence in that management, security, scalability, that should come from an HP solution. And then consistency, looking absolutely at our architecture, how we focused on OpenStack, um, and how we're actually trying to move toward a single user experience. And within enterprise services, the business group I'm in, that team is really focused on managed cloud offerings. How do we give you service in a managed way? We call this family of offerings enterprise cloud services, or ECS, and there's some pretty distinct services in that family of offerings, of which virtual private cloud is one. We've basically taken our expertise around consumption-based services that we've built over many years, and we've applied it, taking the utility compute services that we've offered and actually turning it into a virtual private cloud offering that allows more people to share components and infrastructure. So VPC builds on that foundation. It builds on what enterprise services has done. And we actually look at the industrial strength requirements that our customers are asking for to run mission-critical services. It's important to remember that we, we've been running for the larger organizations these shared application environments, whether they were all the way back to mainframe or shared Unix and, and Blade system environments today. We know what we're shooting for, 99.99% availability in locations that are within geopolitical boundaries that our clients demand. Now, we did speak about the fact that you are a little late in the game, but you have, you could have, and you have, I'm, I'm sure, used that to your advantage. So where is that advantage lying? And do you think since this is just new for you, while you might have taken lessons, but those other people have had more experience as well. So is there a handicap in your favor or theirs? I think the advantage we've got is 
we really focused on the enterprise workloads, and we focused on putting it in locations that make sense to our customers. One of the things that we found is that there's different people looking at our solution with different situations that they're up against. So some of them are new client engagements where they really just want to variableize, which I think is what our competitors have been doing, and it's just about the infrastructure costs. And while we've got offerings there, more of our clients already have services from us and are actually looking at how do they optimize. What are the environments that I'd like to move to a consumption-based model and which ones actually demand dedicated environments, but I want the two to highly connect and talk to each other. And I think that's where we've spent our time is making that integration much cleaner. And then the third and growing trend are those customers that want a set of applications on a trusted platform to take the business functionality directly out either to their employees their supply chain, their customers. And that feature is really becoming more and more important as we start layering on top of VPC the set of applications that customers really want. With all that you just said, I'm sure there would be some commonality in the different pitches that might come from other providers as well. So if you were to take the role of an educator, and while you are always educating in your role as a CTO, What do you think they should be doing when they have multiple pitches coming from different directions with they almost looking compelling, all all of them look compelling enough that they can differentiate and make an informed decision? So how, how should their evaluation criteria be set? And if you were in their shoes, how would they make uh, an informed and a savvy judgment call? I almost always advise clients to look at the applications first. And and if it's a single application or a couple applications that you want to move, it gets a lot less complicated. But a lot of the large organizations have a pretty rich application portfolio, and they're looking for some advisory services to figure out what are the right application transformation steps to get ready for moving those workloads. And and when I say moving those workloads, you got to know the business rules, the security policies, the obvious infrastructure demands, but what's the software and network details that are really important to make the applications run well? And I think that's the, the thing I would say spend your time on and get really comfortable with because the elasticity and flexibility that we offer, um, and that's the industry, I think is getting pretty well known. There are some cases, and I, I'd like to call them blind spots, that some clients have hit where they actually use the current environments to be the scaling factor. So they may have a piece of software that doesn't scale up very well or, more importantly, scale out very well, um, or they have a licensing model that's locked to a number of CPUs, and actually they let response time be the fluctuator. They don't really want a cloud-based elastic environment to kick in and provide more and more computer storage. It actually is is part of their business process. And until you do that underlying business requirements and, and knowing those applications, it's pretty tricky to know exactly which applications are easiest to move, which ones are most complex. And you need to spend time doing that, as I like to call it, that application portfolio assessment first so that as you approach any cloud environment, you know why you're moving it there and what the expectations are of how that environment will behave when it gets there. What about the shiny toy syndrome that many organizations face that this is cool, this is sexy, and let's go VPC route, but then they do not know where to get started. And I'm not sure if they would be saying, okay, uh, HP, why don't you come and tell us what is a business case, et cetera, because they might think there's a conflict of interest. So if you had to educate those people out there that before they even approach HP or any other competitor of yours, what upfront due diligence that they can really do so that they know they're ready for taking a plunge into this new VPC environment? 
One of the things I ask people right up front when they're looking at a private cloud that they may want to build and operate themselves or a managed solution like our virtual private cloud or a public solution is is what are your asset bases that you have? Do you actually have the data center space to run your own environment and do you want to have the skills? Because if, if you don't, then that kind of makes anything scale. Do you have enough consistent demand to make a private cloud valuable? If not, then that's an easy one to say no to. Then I usually start with the security questions. What are you allowed to have outside of your control? And if you need geopolitical boundaries, if you need unique rules around integration, if you need to have support structures that are within um, a country or a region, then that tends to to eliminate some of the public cloud offerings that, that we and others have. And then that tends to bring you into that, that middle section for some workloads that are very specific around, I want a managed environment. I want the benefit of scaling up and down without it being completely asset-based on my own. And I actually want to look at my application types that fit in that mix. And I want to come to UHP and talk about those applications specifically. Do you have experience with SAP? with messaging, with unified communications, the kinds of applications that are really important to many of our enterprise clients as they become a lot more global in the way that they work and a lot more mobile in the way that they work. Now, you did give an example of a scenario where HP might be a good solution, but would you say you have an inventory of the type of scenarios and the type of companies who could best utilize what you've built so far versus trying to be everything for everyone? I think some of the things that we've seen in the market when we're out competing is most people are really looking at a set of applications that are important to them, um, either from an availability point of view, these applications need to always be available, or they want to roll out maybe even a high-risk project that sometimes they're not sure it's going to actually fly, but they want to try it out. I use a couple of customer examples to make it a little bit easier to kind of understand where rapid deployment and flexibility meets security actually drove a lot of the wins. So at Interjet, they selected us for flight simulation scheduling and some rapid global deployment, really letting them focus on the application, letting us worry about the environment and the availability wherever their access points happen to be across the globe. Tokyo Marine wanted a messaging application that that gave them data privacy and control in a very specialized geopolitical boundary, but they also wanted a very rapid ramp-up and deployment model. And then there's a, a couple hundred SAP customers that we currently have that run 